So welcome to another episode of Jesuit Friends. Today's special guest is Jack Lunn, he's very talented. Middle distance runner, PVs of 146 and um, 345 in the 8 and 15. Jack is also mates with Isaac and Sham, who are friends of the show. So how's it going, mate? It's good. Yeah, um, good to be here. Yeah, yeah we're both fresh off Marla's, um races last night, so it was just good to, you know, kind of have a chat and relax. Today's about 32, pretty hot, so yeah, we'll get things cracking. Um, as always, Jack, we start with hypotheticals. So if you could win nationals this year or in the near future, I'm sure, what celebration would you go for? You know, if you... Um, not a big celebrator, personally. I haven't done many. I tend to come second a lot, so not a lot of celebrations, but, um, oh, you know, the good old, the good old, just a little, little fist across the line is, uh, I think celebration enough, bit of acknowledgement, nothing too, nothing too showy. Um, you know, done it before a couple of times, <laughs> but, um, no, we love that, mate. Yeah, try and keep it a little bit, not too showy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Keep it low key. I've seen a few people yeah. go like with the twirls around after they win. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not for me. Yeah. No, that's all right. And, um, yeah, we're talking about this before, but obviously growing up and going to St. Kevin's, um, what was it like there? Like with, you know, schooling and running as well? Um, oh, well, it's an interesting take. I think well, it's, it's a, you know, a little bit of controversial, but I mean, I had a good time. I was, uh, you know, I was one of the school captains there. Um, and I was pretty involved in like the athletic scene and stuff like that. So, I mean, I had, I had good coaches, um, through athletics and, you know, St. Kevin's do pretty well there. Um, so yeah, we, we had like a really good program. Um, and, and yeah, like, I mean, it was, it was, there was things to deal with and, um, you know, challenges and stuff like that, 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 uh, you know, that made us kind of look at ourselves a little bit sometimes, but, um, no, like, uh, I, I think that, I mean, f- from an athletics perspective, we, um, yeah, we, we did really well. We had really good, I had really good friends from like cross country and, um, like through the athletics team and stuff like that for a couple of years, um, who are still friends with out of school and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, from that perspective, it was really, really good. Yeah, it's awesome, and I wanted to touch on the school captain uh, perspective because a few mates, um, including myself, have been college captain. And like, what's that all like? And I guess before COVID, um, especially because you know you got to do a lot more public speaking and events. So, what was that like, mate? Yeah, um, well, I was the I was the deputy um, captain, so one of three of of the four captains. Um, and you know, it was twenty nineteen was interesting just because uh, yeah, there was like I mean a few few i mean a few more than a few issues with with the school but uh yeah that that, you know some of the captains and stuff like that tried to address quite a few times um it was really good obviously as you said like public speaking was a big thing so um once every three or four weeks i had the opportunity to kind of go up in front of the school and um talk about pretty much what i what i was interested in or um what i felt was relevant to talk about for the day so um you know i i did occasionally try and bring things up that I was that I felt were issues and um you know sometimes I just kept it lighthearted and talked about just like yeah, yeah. things that people might be interested in or or general themes like teamwork or and stuff like that. So um I mean that was good as a good platform to to try and like like have a good way of getting 
what I felt was um, important across. Um, and then obviously there was other things that we did um, that were more just like admin related, but um, that, that especially I felt was, um, it, it made it felt like I was, I was capable of doing something, um, which was good. Yeah, because not often do you get a chance to stand up in front of like a thousand or so people and get to just say what, um, you know, what you think is important or, or what you can do or what others can do potentially that, um, you know, might make the school or just in general um, life, you know, a bit more manageable. Oh, yeah, 100%, mate. And you like spoke about having, was it four deputies, did you say? or? Yeah, there was three, three of the deputies three and then we deputies. had a captain who was the, yeah. Oh, that's interesting because our school we had like um two college captains and then two deputies so it's interesting how like you know each school does it differently and all that so yeah yeah um i guess yeah we'll flip the script a bit um obviously i'm heading into year 12 now and you've you know been there done that so i guess jack what subjects did you do and any tips for you know myself and a few younger listeners um yeah, so Year Twelve is interesting. Um, I mean, you know, and who knows how it'll be next. Sorry about the uh, the phone That's in the right. background. Um, yeah, um, no, but it's 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 a uh, it's an interesting year. Um, I mean, it's it's difficult for me to to um to give advice, especially to kids who have been through it with COVID, just because I didn't have to do any of that. Um, so like a lot more of my my Year 10, 11, 12 was really, I mean, obviously very full on, but very um hands on. Um, kind of, you know, it's, it's, I think year 12, especially, I mean, there's no one way to do it. Um, obviously just like for people going into year 12, um, like the best thing you can do is not burn yourself out too early. Um, know when things become important, you know, have fun on the weekends and stuff like that, but try and get work done during the week. Um, yeah. And like, again, like, I know it's pretty cliche, but everyone says to like balance your time, manage things. Um. And it's definitely possible. Um, like you, you can get through your 12 and it not be like the worst year of your life and stuff like that, which lots of people tend to say, oh, you know, I was just whole up in my room studying and stuff like that. Like, you know, if you want to do well, like you have to do do the work, but there's, I mean, 24 hours in a day and seven days in a week, like no one's studying that much. So there's, there's always time to do things that you like to do um, and exercise and stuff like that. It's always, you know, you can fit it in. Yeah. So don't don't give up things is would be my advice. Don't, don't think that you have to give up lots and lots of your things that you enjoy, um, just to just to get a good grade because it's possible to balance everything. I think as long as you just manage your time well and yeah, just get through it. Oh, I love that, mate. Twenty four hours in a day, seven days in a week, and um, yeah, I'm definitely not sacrificing my cross country season for um, you know, extra schoolwork. So yeah, hundred yeah, percent right, Jack. Awesome. Um, obviously, now you're studying at Monash University, a Bachelor's of Engineering and Science, I believe. So, talk us through that and, you know, where your aspirations after finishing that degree? Um, yeah, so I started in 2020. Um, so, I'm going into third year next year. I actually started studying a Bachelor of Engineering and Commerce. Um, I thought, I mean, I thought it would be good for industry and stuff like that. I didn't quite like the commerce units that I took. I thought they were a little bit dry. So, um yeah, I changed to science because I quite like chemistry. Um, and I just kind of wanted to study something that I enjoyed and learn something more about it. And, you know, if there's jobs that come out of that at the end of the day, then then that's great. But it was a little bit secondary. I kind of just wanted to do something that I quite liked, was interested in. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I did. Mo- I've only been at uni for a semester, really, um, like on campus. So two years of online's made it a little bit different. I think. That, well, yeah, but I mean, so is everyone. Um, but like as I said, I think it'd be different to what kind of your year level experience, just because you know I'm not sure if they've made if they made uh, like the units slightly easier or if the course changed. I mean, it did change like noticeably, but I'm not. You know, I don't really know kind of what the adjustments were made because of all the online things. Um, it was a little bit tricky just because, you know, you go into a new place, you don't know that many people. It's tricky to, um, yeah, it's, it's a little bit, it was a little bit difficult to kind of contact people that you that you haven't met before. Um, whereas at school, it means it's kind of easy to just like send a message to someone, how do you do this? What's going on? Yeah, just because you know them. Um, but, you know, that's just challenges that you have to face. Um, so it's a little bit about getting yourself out there, which, I mean, I'd like to do a little bit more in the next couple of years that I'm at uni just because I felt like, you know, with all the all the other things going on, I found it a little bit tricky to, to really get involved, get myself out there at uni, um, yeah. which is a little bit of a regret. So I'm hoping that I can um, get on top of that for next year uh, and figure out what's going on. Um, yeah, I still have to make up my, my mind about engineering yeah um but yeah i figured out i think i'm gonna do a chemistry major which is like lots of fun um and then, yeah like we'll just see from there um, whether you know into a job or if, uh that takes somewhere else yeah that's very interesting and yeah you spoke about person to person contact uh, do you reckon that makes a huge difference like you know with uni like joining clubs and all that and just being involved instead of like via cliche online type learning we've been doing the past couple of years yeah, I mean, obviously, like, clubs and stuff like that sometimes. I mean, I've, I've kind of almost gotten to a point where I'm just figuring I don't really have the time of day to to do because um, I've heard that clubs are quite a um, – obviously, that's not as deterrent to anyone else doing them. Um, yeah. It's just kind of the way that I've managed my time is is that, you know, I probably try and, you know, get myself socialised and involved. I don't know if clubs would be quite the way that I do that. It was more so the difficulty in being just, like, with little things that you might find um, you could easily solve a problem. Like if you were in person, I always bring up the example because I was really annoyed about it. it was, um, I just had like a coding unit to do. And basically we had to do something simple, like download the actual software to do the, to do the code on. Um, and my computer was having a couple of issues just because I, did the, I didn't click some permission boxes and stuff like that. And, you know, at online, it was a little bit tricky because you have to like contact the TA so I've got an issue they have to like you know look at a share screen and stuff like that um and you know when you've got a ta online it's like between 25 people one ta you've got to go into a breakout room so that problem didn't get resolved for two or three weeks whereas i just know if i was like in a classroom or something like that or in like a uni like a lecture hall or whatever i could just probably bump that person next to me and say like you know what'd you, what'd you do to make it work and then it would have all been sorted so like i only found that um the actual processes at uni sometimes took a little bit longer um, because there was quite a bit of admin involved in getting help, whereas it would be slightly easier on campus. But again, like, you know, it's a, it just comes with, with, with the times. Um, and like, I mean, it's lots of people have had it harder than uni students um, over COVID. So like if, if a little inconvenience of two or three weeks in some run one coding unit is like the most I've been inconvenienced, then, you know, it just, that's just what it is. Yeah, hopefully it's behind us uh, now with COVID and all that. Um, I presume it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, let's 
move on to a main focal point which is your running jack so middle distance running is you know very different like i spoke earlier about peter bow and you know luke matthews their training week how does the training week uh, look like for you and what's your shoe rotation <laughs> um my training week is very similar to probably more well, i mean more similar to pete bowl than it would be to luke matthews so um which i try and keep it pretty low mileage um which sometimes makes you know, people in my team and my coach and stuff a bit stressed out because there's not that many K's being put down. But like it works for me, um, try and avoid like injury and stuff like that. But I kind of, I'm pretty tuned with, um, you know, when I'm too sore to, to train like really hard or to run like long K's. But yeah, we basically just, I basically do like a like a 45 to 60 minute long run on a Wednesday and Sunday um, and then do some speed work on a Monday Um if that's um you know doable with work and union stuff and then we do proper like squad training on the tuesday thursday and saturday um and that's kind of split into a anaerobic and then an aerobic and then kind of a mixed hills session maybe um over those three sessions um and yeah like basically those tuesday thursday saturdays three days a week you do your warm-up cool down probably like 12 k's each um or so uh covered or maybe a little bit less um but yeah like those ones are usually pretty intense and then the other runs are kind of just to recover and um, maintain between those sessions, which I think works well, especially just because like our squad's kind of a young squad with lots of, um, you know, uni students who have quite hectic timetables in terms of like cash employment and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we get together on Thursday and Saturday as a full squad, and then we kind of get into subgroups on a Tuesday. Um, and like, yeah, like it works really well. Like it's good to have a few training partners, but obviously like, you know, when you've, we've got like 18, 18 people now in our, in Rising TC and, yeah, it gets a little bit tricky sometimes to balance this 18 people's timetables to all, you know, eight, 12 to 18 kind of on any given week. Um, it's people's timetables to to align at the same place three times a week. So I think the two times a week works really well. Um, and then, yeah, like it's just about getting that work in by yourself um, to make sure that you're right and ready for those sessions. And then, yeah, obviously, again, like it, it fluctuates between like racing season winter season when you've got races and stuff like that um but yeah like I, I think that as a general rule that 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 kind of programming works really well for me at least yeah that's amazing because obviously you know we all have different timetables and twice a week i feel like is a sweet spot as well with you know training groups i guess and speaking about rising tc like what makes it so fun because you guys like on the insta workouts look pretty fun <laughs> yeah like I, I think it's just that we've kind of you know everyone's very similar ages um similar interests everyone's like yeah I, I just think we have like a good little group going where people are a bit like interested in and enjoy running um and like you would know anyone would know like, like running's really difficult to do by yourself so if you've got like eight or nine people around you who are equally as enthusiastic to kind of do something, um, you know, and encouragement and support is a really big thing there. So like, yeah, to have a group where, where you've got kind of people with similar interests who you can chat to on a warm down or a warm up or between reps and stuff like that, kind of take your mind off the pain of like the actual sessions and stuff like that. Um, or even like, you know, share the pain of a session and, um, and, you know, like be, be satisfied with like how, you know, how quick rep times were and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it just makes things a lot easier um, and, and like a lot more enjoyable. Like I think that most of the enjoyment of running and any runner I would tell you is like, you know, sharing success with, with other people. So if 
really good to have that many people whose schedules can align and and who are that interested and stuff like that to um you know all come together twice a week and we get to you know share stories of what happened over the week and and talk about what's coming up for racing and stuff like that and yeah it's really great to have people always like i mean you would see the colors that are pretty standing out and yeah, lots of people come and even those smaller milers meets and um you know show support for each other i think it's really good just that kind of culture is an awesome one to, to, to share. And I'm glad that other people are noticing. <laughs> yeah, we love that um, at Marlers. And speaking about Marlers, what's your um, kind of favorite workout and most dreaded workout, Jack? Um, well, that's a good question because I probably have, we, we kind of balance a lot of uh, manageable sessions, you know, during the off racing season. And then we kind of have these, um, sessions, especially for 800s, um, that are like marker sessions or kind of uh, determining sessions of how quickly we run an eight. So um, the, I can kind of name three sessions, maybe actually I could name four sessions that are that are really um, that are good, that are really that I quite enjoy doing because just because they really like they kind of simulate racing. So basically, our group does a where we try and get as many people as we can together. Um, even if they're 1500 runners, 15 or eight runners. And we do a session where it's a 400. Um, and usually for the 1500 guys, it's a 600. And that's it. Um, kind of faster than first lap race pace is the idea. So, yeah. So for me, that kind of is like a 50 or a 51, um, 400 to start. And then we do eight twos or 10 twos and, and the 1500 guys will do like eight or 10 500s and that's a real like tempo areas quite slow so i'll do those like 32 33 um like off 30 seconds and they're like recovery temp recovery 200 so maybe even a bit slower 34 that kind of thing and the 500s will be again like uh, maybe 315k pace um so those are recovery areas and then you have like eight or ten minutes after those and you do another 400 as again at try attempting at the same pace um which is hard. So then you you know you try and finish 59, yeah forty nine or fifty and it's brutal, but it's really good to do, um you know to kind of simulate the lactic that you might get towards the end of an eight hundred. Um, that one's a good one. The other one, the other good one is we do a five by three hundred and that's it of four minutes. Um, and that one's really it doesn't sound too tricky, but it's really brutal. Like the last couple of threes, you've got your full lactic, um, and those are usually trying to be hit again at like about first up eight hundred pace. So kind of for me that'd be trying to hit around like a 52 i mean i mean it's optimistic but trying to hit around like a 39 second 300 thereabouts um yeah which again is not easy but it's good fun um and yeah i mean i could keep going on but there's some really good ones like it's like a 200 two three four three two um which All is right. something to do before a race uh which again mostly is at first lap pace basically all the, the i quite enjoy them and they're all basically trying to simulate Kind of race conditions um and get you to feel a little bit of that lactic um to to prepare for a race and yeah it's good what about the hills mate <laughs> that's just like strides afterwards or like yeah well we, we hit hills um quite frequently like every saturday usually i don't like those sessions they're yeah. pretty brutal um i'm like i always just go like i get i love getting into a bit of a rhythm where my like where i take long strides and stuff like that so i'm a big fan of circle running anyone could tell you that that knows me well um and he'll sometimes cut that a bit short so i'm not a great hill runner um but yeah like we do hills kind of on the 
in between areas when we've got long gaps between races, um, just because it's good for like, you know, putting some work through your legs. That's not as um, strenuous as like lactic sessions. So, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of yours, but I, I know that it has to get done. Lots of people do, um, do know that it has to get done, but yeah, not my favorite session, but still session that has to be done. Awesome. And now moving on to a spotlight segment. So thinking long-term Jack, would your goals be like Paris 2024 and Melbourne Com games in the next few years, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Like, um, I mean, it's obviously good to, good to dream. That's what, that's what it is. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's plans in the works every year for, for different things. Like, there's World Uni Games this year. Um, you know, there's there's strong competitions. There's, I mean, obviously, there's really great 800, 800 athletes that are running around right now. Um, even in Melbourne, we've got just crazy, crazy, you know, high level athletes. So, like, I mean, it's great for me and stuff like that. Um, obviously, it makes it difficult to qualify for any of those big um, international meets. But yeah, like. My kind of thinking is to to try and stay really motivated and interested, um, try and be improving every year towards Paris 2024. And, you know, if that happens, then that happens. That'd be awesome. I mean, I've got a lot of family that are holding hope to try and get over <laughs> to Europe um, yeah. and using it as an excuse. Um, and then, yeah, like, I mean, obviously that 2026 Melbourne Com Games is a huge goal because I just got announced last week. And, uh, yeah. Like, I'll be 25. It's a really good age to be kind of peaking at running. It's great be a really cool like venue i mean melbourne you know it'd be awesome wouldn't it so obviously those are obviously like I mean, you've got to keep those in your sights and um yeah you can't be you can't be like telling yourself that it's not possible because then what's the point you know oh we love that mentality mate um and periodization i reckon yeah for any athletes really important i'm sure you know all about it um yeah yeah awesome. yeah so you gotta yeah manage it well um i guess yeah we'll touch on a few more um maybe one more running question which is all about um diet i had a chat with a few juniors um such as doug buckridge and biblay and they were like oh don't worry too much about your diet when you're like what 17 but what about when you're in your 20s mate uh yeah i mean uh, it could be better there's 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 things that i do think about sometimes i mean it's not great um <laughs> <laughs> all the time i have i have, I have yeah. like had nutrition advice um so i kind of know the general idea of what you should be eating which is basically just like a lot all the time as a runner um you know especially if you're doing kind of those high k weeks where some of those guys are doing like 100 k's a week the the general consensus is like eat as many carbs and and you know sugars and proteins that you can so like well wow. i mean, the, I, mean the, I i've kind of had meal prepping that didn't it's it's difficult to manage sometimes just because like time-wise it's hard to meal prep all the time but like the idea would be to have you know breakfast and then like a pretty like high like kind of energy toast and peanut butter um like pre-lunch and then you have like a rice and tuna or um you know rice and chicken or chicken pasta kind of lunch and then you post lunch with something um quite like carbohydrate heavy as well maybe have like an up and go or something like that um and then yeah basically just like try and have like four or five meals throughout the day that are all pretty like heavy um and that should keep you like energized for the week but yeah like i mean <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty tricky when you've got other things going on um yeah and that, that every day and like obviously sometimes it just the food isn't in the house and you don't have the time to go out and 
find it. So there's been plenty of days where nutrition's been off. The uh, the kind of important one I'd say is like pre-race nutrition is what I usually always yeah. try and get right, which is like, you know, carbs the night before, making sure that you kind of filled up but not feeling bloated for the whole day before the race, that kind of thing. So make sure they drink lots of water, basically. It's all pretty, <laughs> pretty good stuff, yeah. Ah, it's good stuff, mate. Um, all right, let's have a bit of fun now. So uh, these next few will be just more like, you know, just your random type stuff. So let's talk music, Jack. What do you listen to? Like artists, genres, what do you go for? Uh, that's a good question. I had like a, a lot of Spotify hours last year, like 70,000 or something like that. Oh, yeah, man. That's seven times mine. Yeah, and I, I don't even really know kind of <laughs> – it's very range. I had like a big period of listening to like grime rap. Thought that was awesome for a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, I – yeah, listen to a lot of like Pop Smoke, which is pretty bad. He was my he was my like Spotify, not pretty bad, but he was like my Spotify most listened to artist, which I don't know if that says anything about me, but I like his music. Um, no, it's all right. But yeah, honestly, I'm pretty down for most music. Um, you know, have some disco music for a boogie in the kitchen at night, cleaning up or whatever. So depends what the mood is, but that was my most listened to artist last year. That's fair. Mine's Kid Leroy, so I don't know if similar, <laughs> but yeah. Gone his concert in May. That's the main um activity of this year. <laughs> um, all right. So this one's uh, the money segment. So, um, Jack, have any funny stories either from your running, um, your schooling days you want to share? I know there's surely one that pops up right now. Could be anything. Um. Well, I was, I was gonna talk about um, not even really a funny story, just like the. We have a, um, I mean, obviously, like, as you said, our squad's kind of, kind of like a little, you know, it's good, it has good, like, little culture in there. Yeah. Um, I always used to think that the, the funniest thing in our squad was that uh, one of the kids, you know, like, exclusively runs in board shorts. Um, <laughs> like, like, he rocks up to every training in board shorts and, like, seemingly only has, has those, those shorts that he only, like, I don't know how he has, must have, like, 100 pairs of them. And then, you know, we were talking about Christmas gifts and stuff like that. What do we all get for Christmas? And he was just like, oh, these. And like whipped out like two pairs of board shorts out of his head. <laughs> and I thought that was just so funny because it's like, I mean, there is running shorts, but also board shorts, pretty multi, you know, multi-purpose kind of thing. So I thought that was funny. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing pretty colorful as well, board shorts. Yeah. No, they're not, they're not, uh, they're not subtle. So. <laughs> They're just leaning into the, the curve of getting made fun of for wearing them, which is funny. Fair enough. Um, this one uh, is uh, books and movies. So do you have a book or movie recommendation for the listeners? Could be anything. Um, yeah. I, uh, I've i just reread my favorite book, um, which is The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. If you've read it, it's, it's, good. it's a really good read. Um, it's a little bit... Thought-provoking, that's the idea. I quite like those books as opposed to, um, I mean, I quite like a lot of books, but that one's probably my go-to recommendation. Um, and movie recommendations. That's a good question. I, I'll have to think about that one. Maybe I'll come back to you at the end of the segment. <laughs> yeah, that's all right, mate. Yeah, and it's, funnily enough, Isaac said The Alchemist as well, so... Yeah. Really? Yeah, he said the exact same thing. Are you sure? Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um, Good book. Must be. 
Yeah, it must be. Gotta a look. Give it a read, yeah. yeah, I gotta give it a read. Um, quick hands now. So quick hands, you know, quick handball. Uh, first one is pineapple and pizza. Yes or no, Jack? Uh yes. Same, yeah. Good on you. Uh, English or maths? Uh maths. Maths, yeah. Has to be, mate. Surely. Sort <laughs> of. I did better at English than maths, but I quite. I like maths. Uh, who's your favorite celebrity? Um, oh, that's a good <laughs> question. Follow celebrities that much? I know this is hot, hot hands. Um, but Wade Van Dyke was my favorite runner for ages. Yeah, so I think yeah. <laughs> um, where's your favorite place to visit in the world? You've been to a few places I've seen. Yeah. Um, I. My family took a trip to Borneo, um, which I loved. I thought that was so interesting. I'm a big nature fan. Yeah. So I've watched all David, you would, everyone, everyone that oh, knows yeah, you. Oh, yeah, I've seen know. a few of those, yeah. Yeah, I've watched about every David Attenborough documentary over the last, like, four months that has existed. And, yeah, I loved Borneo. It's, like, heaps of awesome, like, you know, unique wildlife and stuff like that and really cool, like, places to travel and 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 eat and stuff like that yeah it was really cool we went there like two or three years ago and i'd love to go back if i can soon yeah it's great like outdoors you know the great outdoors yeah. is a good place sometimes 100 um last one is most used app on your phone uh def probably tiktok, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing strava would be pretty well down there but yeah <laughs> what yeah, can you maybe... do yeah. it's very entertaining Time quickly. I'm off TikTok. So, never been on it, so yeah, I'll try and keep it that way. But yeah, it's very. Mine stay off it. It's so yeah. it's very. I would, there's <laughs> lots of strength being devoted to it. It could be going into more productive things. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> All right, this one's a bit more serious. So, um, what's the best piece of advice someone has ever given you, Jack? Um. Well, that's a good question also. My my dad has always said this every time I leave the house or go anywhere that's kind of slightly risky or potentially <laughs> got stuff like that. My dad like always says to me, he's never been like imposing about anything, but he always says like, um, stay safe, make good choices, which I always think, you know, good for the kids to, to hear. Um, makes you think, keeps a bit of accountability on yourself. You kind of be like, oh, I shouldn't make this choice because dad said to make good choices. Imagine if I didn't, then he would <laughs> no, be making bad choices. That's not what he got told to say. Anyway, I think that's a good piece of advice, as simple as it is. Um, you know. Yeah, I'll take that. Make good choices. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I've got an A team for one of my mates tomorrow down in Geelong, so it'll be interesting. <laughs> make good choices. That's what we yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, indeed, Jack. <laughs> Stay safe. Good advice yeah, for you. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe going back, did you um, get a movie recommendation back? Um, yeah, well, I think the one that is less popular I really like is um, like The Departed, if you've ever seen that. It's got like Mark Wahlberg and Matt Damon and uh, Leo DiCaprio. Um, there's like a bunch of people. that like a cop. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty interesting, like Jack Nicholson. And it's always... It's kind of always been my go-to recommendation, but the reason I hesitated was because I haven't watched it in a good while. And I'm not sure if it's as good as I remember it being, but I mean, 
good good watch i'd recommend what's it called again yeah uh the departed the departed it's like yeah it's about it's like a better it's a bit of a cr- crime cop kind of kind of movie so if you're interested in that yeah cheers could be a go Netflix. yeah um now goals again so like for you jack what's next for you in 2022 and beyond like Maybe what are your top three goals? Um, like maybe one running, one uni, one work or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. So top three goals. I don't like to put too much pressure on like. Yeah, um, yeah. Running, making things for running because it's quite dependent on how other people go. Um, you know, and there's lots of good runners out there. So I think my my running goal for 2022 would just be to like stay motivated and stay like. Um, stay at it and like like especially because i haven't had a season yet without a pb like um not that i'm anticipating a season without a pb i'm I'm feeling like pretty good and stuff like that but you know i think it's more just like if there is a disappointing season or disappointing period of time for running that um my goal is just to stay like motivated and stay interested um and like you know keep all the try and keep ticking the boxes and tick more boxes if they come up um, because, you know, I've got those long-term goals of like potentially Paris or potentially the Com games in Melbourne or, you know, any X number amount of things. So that's the goal, just staying, staying really motivated, interested, um, you know, and, and enjoying it. Um, uni goal, I think is, I, I mean, I'd love to graduate. That's just my, that's my number <laughs> one priority and goal. Um, yeah. And like, again, as I said, to try and get a little bit more involved um, with uni would be a goal i don't know if i could set that in terms of joining clubs or anything like that but it's more just socializing um you know trying to trying to actually like not just be an in and out get in as fast as i can get out as fast as i can be a student try and like you know enjoy the, my time there because obviously i'll be out about in like you know wherever i end up after that um yeah and then a work goal for 2022 yeah, I mean, I think that my work goals primarily rely around my like running and uni goals. So like, just I'd like to keep you know keep working and and you know making friends and stuff like that there, but also just make sure that it doesn't interfere with the goals that I set for my, for running and um, for uni because I'd hate to I'd hate to like lose motivation for running or um, you know not be able to spend as much time at uni as I'd like because I need to go back to work and stuff like that. So just trying trying to manage my time with work and stuff like that's probably that goal. Yeah, awesome, Jack. I reckon you have a pretty good balance between, you know, running, work and uni and you spoke about that earlier and I'm going to reiterate again, like the 24 hours, seven days thing because too many people are like too focused on that one thing, you know, you got to like mix it up a little um, so you yeah. stay motivated and all, you know, free things, I guess, yeah. Yeah, and it's not, I mean, yeah, especially for school students and stuff like that, it's not easy, like, you know, you probably have to put a bit of thought into, into making sure that that's all balanced and um you know you might get stressed or, or have less time in some periods but yeah like as i said there's there's enough time to do all the things that you need to do and want to do um, without pulling your hair out over everything yeah sounds good um yeah appreciate the chat jack obviously um we had a chat about pretty much like high school tips um a bit about running as well and some laughs so yeah i learned a bit about middle distance running and how you know it's tailored to the individual not you know wrapping 100k weeks just cause um and yeah best wishes to you with paris 2024 uh and your university studies mate oh well thank you thanks for thanks for having me on podcast